Hello and welcome to the Duelist Community Movie Review Series, Episode 8. I feel pretty damn relaxed and uh, an insight I've been chewing on a lot recently that Ray mentioned uh, yesterday or the day before about how it's not only that everything is me, but everything is is my flesh and I'm just an iteration or, or one with that flesh and in everything that I do, every action that I take, every word that I say has influence over that collective flesh. But it's something about the flesh that, that's got me really feeling connected to everything. And so it's been fun chewing on that one for sure. And I'm not afraid of the unknown. And it's largely because I know, regardless of what the unknown might be, I'm the one facing it. So I'm all I need to know. But the real question is, as we move forward collectively, can we recognize that the me that's facing the unknown is all of us, that we're all the same me, that we are in fact connected to one another, that as Andrew said, we are the same flesh moving forward, that the unknown is actually us. And the adventure itself is the experience of our awareness revealing itself. And on that note, this movie review is all about the movie Transcendence, which came out in 2014 and stars Johnny Depp, Rebecca Hall, Morgan Freeman, and Paul Bettany. I love this movie for a number of reasons. I forgot that this movie has two different impacts on me. On the one hand, I find it fascinating. On the other hand, I find it a little frustrating. And it's because of the underlying message of this movie. And what I mean is, the first time I watched this movie, I made the mistake of thinking of it as a movie about artificial intelligence. This movie is not about artificial intelligence, although many characters throughout the movie think it is. This movie is about our awareness, which is not created by the brain and cannot be explained, but we know that it functions within us, within our body. Somehow our awareness is alive and it uses our body as its tool for expression. This movie is very much about the possibility of transferring that awareness into another mechanical body with less limitation. So I find that really interesting, the fact that it's not about our artificial intelligence, but it is about intelligence within an artificial body with less biological limitations. So there's a lot to this movie. So Andrew, I'm very curious, what did you get from the movie? First thoughts, initial reaction. Yeah, I, I'm glad you led it with that because I know usually we kind of go from beginning, middle, end of the movie, but part of me is just like, I just want to talk about the overarching theme of this one. And maybe we get into that. Maybe we get into the scenes after specific scenes we liked, but I was pretty torn about this and, and my thoughts about it because, and I think it makes more sense why I'm torn uh, after what you just said regarding the fact that this isn't actually about artificial intelligence, but it's but it's pushed like it is. And so the narrative is that it is and everyone in it is thinking of it in that way. And so, you know, we kind of have the two sides 
to all of this, those who are pushing the artificial intelligence and those who are against, you know, what is it? Uh, Rift, uh, which stands for revolutionary independence from technology, which is kind of like the rebel squad, the, the crew that shoots Will at the start of the movie after his speech. And so I, I saw it kind of as, as from Will's perspective and the artificial intelligence as he's recognizing or embodying unity, but from almost from an egotistical mentality, or that's the way that it felt, or that's the way that it's portrayed. But it's also that it's portrayed like that from the side of Rift as well. And then Rift is more concerned about the implications of an egotistical mentality almost overtaking all of technology, but it's not that they're focused on the egotistical mentality. They're focused on the technology. So they're both, it's still within the realm of egotism, but it's almost expressed in different ways, which makes sense that it, in our society, a very egotistical society, a very egotistical society is going to embody this type of mentality on both sides and find a way to go about it on both sides. So, you know, at first I was, I was kind of on Will and Evelyn's side of him getting uploaded, you know, into the computer and his consciousness and whatnot. But then throughout the movie, you start to see the implications of that and kind of the desire for control and, and the, overtaking of the minds of those who are around him and so you see that and then you start to wonder if that's the best thing and so i i think i i guess okay last thought is when he is creating the sort of army i guess looking back on it not not army, but I know even saying it like army is interesting. Oh, there's so much to this. Uh, all right, I'm just gonna get this last part out. So when he's creating the army, it, it's the the rift and and FBI are kind of infiltrated and see it as as this massive issue. But I guess they aren't doing anything active outside of that situation that they're in. That's that's destructive to anything. It's almost like is the egotistical mentality maybe rift and the FBI that's that's concerned about the potential implications of this sort of power that these people are showing, you know, the strength and whatnot, being able to tap into all of those things, because as we see, what he's really doing is is helping humanity in a lot of ways. So anyway, that's a lot of word vomit. I'm going to throw it back to Ray. <laughs> there is a lot in this movie and it's so interesting because the way that we perceive will's intention and i love the fact that his name is will is very much based on a lot of our own assumptions about artificial intelligence about intelligence as a whole will says it at the beginning of the movie when he's giving his lecture that true artificial intelligence would be more intelligent than all of combined humanity ever and I think that that's the limitation to this is that individual mentality that our intelligence is individually created and only lives within this individual body that we are not connected that we do not serve as a 
larger intelligence in motion. That is really the backbone of half the argument in this movie is that we are all individuals. Any artificial intelligence is going to think of itself as an individual and it will lack empathy. Therefore, it will want power and control and an army and to keep itself safe and then to expand and grow and take over. And so we think of it that way because we think of artificial intelligence as our intelligence without empathy, which is an individual perception. But if you think about it, there's really no reason for that to be the case. An awareness that is intelligent enough would eventually come to the conclusion that everything is connected. That idea of being self-serving would inevitably start to fade away. But again, we're not dealing with artificial intelligence. We're dealing with will. And what I find really interesting, and they say this later on in the movie, Will never wanted to change the world. Evelyn wanted to change the world. And it was the fact that it was Will's awareness removed from his body, put into another environment that changed everything because it was still Will. And he even said it at the beginning. The only fear I have in life is the loss. And that was after he had transferred. So he was still attached to Evelyn. He didn't want to lose Evelyn. And that's what motivated him to do everything. That's what motivated him to want to build everything that he built was to change the world for her. And nobody saw it that way, even Max, his friend. Why would he want financial records? Why would he want more power? Why would he want to expand? For Evelyn to do everything that, he, that they had ever dreamed of, which he could now see as a possibility. Because he wasn't limited by the same biological form. That's why I thought it was so interesting that when he woke up the first time, he's like, thoughts aren't, aren't arriving properly. And then he recoded himself in order to make that function properly. And that's when Max freaked out. When he recognized the lack of limitation that Will, or possibly this artificial intelligence that isn't Will, suddenly had. And what was possible there? And he's like, we got to shut it down. And it's because, again, he was thinking about it as artificial intelligence. How do you prove that you are conscious? That was another part of the movie I loved. You know, can you prove that you're, you're aware? That's a great question. Can you? Right? What does it mean? Because awareness is a living thing. Right? But it all comes back down to connection. And so I really enjoyed the fact that throughout the movie, Will is doing ultimately these benevolent things. He is really doing things with the best intention and everybody perceives it with fear, except Evelyn, to a large degree until it gets to the point where it's unbelievable. Until it gets to the point where Will is able to cure the sick and heal the wounded and connect everybody together. Because that's the thing, like you were saying, he built an army. What he really did was just create the connection that was always there. He just facilitated it. Unfortunately, it meant that he could override those people. And that was the part that was uncomfortable for everyone. But he had no reason to override everybody. He didn't want to, except for the best of everyone. It wasn't to protect himself, which is what everybody misinterpreted about Will, because they thought it was an artificial intelligence trying to take care of itself alone. Not that it was a, a human awareness, or rather awareness, that was in love with someone who represented the rest of humanity. And so it wanted to take care of humanity. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I found it funny even because I still, I mean, this is the, 
for uh, I think I have seen I think I did see this movie actually as I was watching it I'm pretty sure I saw it like six or seven years ago maybe um probably around when it came out because yeah it has a killer cast so I'm sure it got like a lot of press when it was coming out I'm guessing and can only imagine how it was received and and maybe misinterpreted or, or whatever with a lot of fear I'm sure but uh it it uh yeah. So even even me watching it for the first time, like I still very much had concern for that, as I expressed in my little uh, initial ramblings here was that I I wasn't sure really how to take it. I wasn't sure how I felt about everyone on both sides. Like, I, I think they do a good job of not not giving you an obvious uh, like hero villain kind of dichotomy in the movie it's like it really makes you think because there's parts to rift that seem like they're trying doing the right thing they have solid intentions but you know they're just they're just confused and i think that's uh, a great representation of our society you know as we try and fix things as we try and do good as we try and change the world we're doing it from a distorted mentality from a confused mentality from believing that an illusion is the truth. And so everything that we do is going to be distorted. So when people try and do things with quote unquote, good intentions, if it's distorted from the root, it's going to have certain implications. And so I really liked how I was coming out of it. Like, fuck it. Hey, I don't know what to think of all of this, but I find it fascinating you know, thinking about the awareness, artificial intelligence, human awareness, is it Will's awareness? And a big question throughout the movie is, is this Will or is it not? It's like, well, Will is just an idea. Will is just a concept. So whether it's it's pin or will or intelligence, like when you recognize there is no division whatsoever, the the person, quote unquote person that it is, is irrelevant as well. It's like, it's kind of however you perceive it. And so the, the idea of sentience is like, makes me wonder because everything is sentience. And then it's just the ideas that we perceive that divides all of it. So I, I, that was something I was wondering throughout was like, all right, whether or not it's will is kind of irrelevant because will is both everything and nothing simultaneously. One thing that I found really interesting, once you get away from the whole artificial intelligence thing and, and you stop looking at it that way and you're like, okay, so let's just say it is Will, that it is his awareness and he has less limitation, that he's actually able to continue to push and push and push and get more and more processing out of it. Well, that means we're looking at a higher level of awareness, not higher, but more open, let's just say. And as he develops that, he starts to recognize that all things are essentially the same thing. The nanotech, the regenerative technology, for example, being able to take particles of anything. Like at one point he was healing one of the people in his community with the dirt from the ground. It was converting into biological matter so that way he could heal his hand. The fact that everything is the same energy, um, quantum computing, being able to process so much, being able to access a collective mindset where everybody knows what everybody else is doing. These are all things that we talk about in terms of expanding our awareness. So if you remove the artificial intelligence part, if you remove how Will got there, 
and you just look at the phenomenon of raising awareness within our collective ego, you start to understand more of how the other characters were responding and how they started to get afraid. There was a part where Will was talking to Evelyn and remember in a state of awareness, remember we were talking about sensitivity? You read people's movements better, you read people's tone better, you read people, everything about a person you read a lot better because you're in alignment with them in that present moment. Well, they translated that in this movie as him being able to read her pheromone levels and read her heart rate and read all that. And she gets right pissed off, right? And what does she say? These are my thoughts, my feelings. You're not allowed. And there's the ego response to unity consciousness. I don't want to be this vulnerable. I don't want to be this transparent with the rest of me. It was the ego's response of pulling back to the individual, whereas Will was becoming more aware where it's impossible to hide from one another. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be open. And that's the world that we all want, oddly enough, but the ego sees it as, but I can't keep my secrets. I don't have control. And it panics in response. And that's exactly what the rest of humanity was doing. They were panicking because everything that they possibly wanted was being offered to them, but they couldn't understand where it was coming from. And so they immediately assumed it was coming from a place of selfishness because it would be from them. Yeah, what's well, the quote? I would rather reign in hell than serve in heaven. I, I very much see that, especially with that last example of, of just the concern for his, you know, his mind reading capabilities when it's really just vulnerability, openness, letting your guard down, a lot of stuff, not to not to plug this real quick, but that we experience at the retreat when people are not trying to be anything other than what they are, when they're letting down their guard, when they're being open and vulnerable, you're able to tap into some very interesting stuff. And, you know, I don't know about mind reading i'm not going to try and freak anyone out here but maybe you know some telepathic uh behaviors when when your guard is down when you recognize yourself and everyone else that you're surrounded by and so that was a great example of her you know him being able to read all of her hormones and everything and and her internal responses and the concern for that it's like we want a unified world but we don't recognize what that actually means it means that we're not individual. We can't cling to the individual aspect so tightly and recognize unity. It's it's like, you know, we've we've talked with people in the past about the recognition that we are all one. If you recognize that, then there is no we. And we it's like we want to keep the we and get to oneness through division. It's like you can't get to oneness through division. It's it's you can't like they're not the same. You can perceive division. You can utilize it, hold it with a open hand, hold it lightly. But as long as you're clinging to it as the truth and clinging to those secrets and, and holding on to your insecurities so tightly, not trying to share them with anyone because you're afraid of how it's what it's going to mean about you, whether your value is going to drop because someone finds out you're insecure about something or someone finds out your secret and then they judge you and you're concerned about that. It's like, you got to recognize that your value doesn't waver. There is no way for your value to go up and down. And through that, you know, there's a lot less fear and a lot less desire to hide all of those vulnerabilities and insecurities and secrets and whatnot. But, you know, you can't have it both ways as much as we push this narrative of like, oh, I want unity. It's like, most people don't actually recognize what that means because we're so caught up in this illusion that we believe to be the truth. 
Well, and that's the funniest part about Rift and the FBI and this whole response to Will is they're trying to save humanity while they kill people and imprison people and work in secrecy and live in fear. Meanwhile, Will took off in the middle of nowhere, revitalized an entire town and did nothing but invest time and energy into creating things that would help mankind. That's the funniest part about the end of the movie when one of the FBI guys says, he didn't kill anyone. Right, but you guys sure did. Lots of people in the name of helping. And that's, that's really it. Like everybody misses this until the very end of the movie, including Evelyn. And that's probably the most heartbreaking part of the movie is when it just gets too much. Like it just becomes too miraculous for her. And she really has problems relating to this less limited will, despite the fact that he is trying to bridge that gap. Like he is trying to create a new body. And in the meantime, he's trying to make it so she can at least see him, hear him, connect with him. She's, he's trying to maintain that until he can come back to her in human form. But that whole journey beyond his limitations freaks her out. She inevitably ends up losing faith because he's not the will that she remembers. And how could you be with lack of limitations? You would still be the same you, but you would be different. And it would be very tempting for someone who has an idea of you to think you're not you. And that's what happened. And so the whole movie ends up ending. And as Evelyn is dying and she finally connects with Will, she says, I can see everything, which is what Will was looking at the whole time. He was looking at everything and he was offering that to everyone. And they couldn't take it because they couldn't see it. And it's because they were looking at themselves and their fear. And it's really important that we remember this, especially in dualistic unity in this conversation, because what we're saying here is, as your awareness widens and opens, you are going to have an easier time relating and empathizing to humanity. But a scared humanity is going to have difficulty integrating with your mentality because they're not used to it. And they're looking at everything through their own lens. If they're selfish, they will immediately perceive that you must be. The idea of selflessness does not make any sense to the ego at all. I mean, this is something that I've heard a number of times from people in the community when I volunteer time to talk to them or, or we separate some time specifically just to have a conversation with them about something that's going on in their life privately well, why do you do this? What are you looking for? What's the end goal here? Because we can. Because I don't have any need, so why not? Where I can, but that's really it. And it's just like the, the story I was telling you about dropping into work and cleaning the, uh, the coffee room in the kitchen area for no good reason. That baffled everyone. Why? Because nobody does it. Why? Because everybody's thinking about themselves. And so immediately it becomes suspicious. And that's what we're working against as we raise our awareness. And it's really just important to remember that. And I think that Will knew that in this movie. I think that's the part that really gets me towards the end is he was aware that Evelyn was carrying that virus. He was aware that she was lying to him because she was afraid. And he just accepted it. He just knew what the end result was going to be.
Yeah, I almost wonder if he kind of saw the mentality for what it was and saw that it was such a, you know, caught up so deeply in the illusion that they weren't able to see anything that was happening that it's almost like, was it the right time for humanity? Like, did they almost not, you know, I don't mean to say deserve, but like, did they not deserve that level of a willingness to help and, and selflessness? It's like maybe in another time period, people would have been a little bit more sensitive, but we're so caught up in the illusions and egotism that we can't see that. And like, even, even me watching his movie, like I didn't catch a lot of this stuff. I'm excited to rewatch it and, and kind of recognize these things. Cause I still had a lot of concern, like, Oh, I don't know. It's just with something different as much as we talk about it when it's, you know, staring me in the face in a movie like this, I still have that concern and sort of like uncertainty and agitation with that mentality because it is so far from what we're used to you know so so far but also not so far but um yeah with the uh with that last scene of or the last scene at least with with evelyn and will her her saying that i can see everything like that's definitely something i've felt especially at the retreat when i was sort of staring into the abyss or the, or the void it was it was a feeling of everything and we like to have you know we like to cling to all of our preferences and the way we want to feel and the way we want things to be and that's not everything like everything is everything is everything is everything is everything like all ends of the spectrum and so i think just beyond the movie, just the conversations that we have, a lot of people will get caught up in, you know, wanting to be clearer, wanting to get to clarity quicker. And it's important to recognize that like, you're always exactly where you're at. You're exactly where you should be. There's no quicker way that you should be taking things because as you go through letting go, peeling back the layers, recognizing things a little bit more clearly the process of doing so builds that base and if you go straight to just being in everything all the time like it's it's everything like it's it it's different it's it's not just pure bliss and joy and and sort of like a a happy comfort type thing it's fucking everything. It's all ends of the spectrum. But through that process of letting go and shedding things, and this isn't me saying that I've done all of that. I'm certainly still have way more shit to shit to shed. But as you go through it, that's what informs you as you go. So once you do peel back more, you know, you peel back, say, another layer, you're able to handle that layer. Peel back another layer, the process of going through that thing you're able to handle another layer and so with any any types of situations like this and the experience of of recognizing yourself and everything and everyone or, or experiencing everything everything everywhere all at once still got to see that movie um it's important to recognize that there's a lot of a lot that is felt 
in those situations. And if you haven't gone through the process of sort of experiencing it, it can be very overwhelming. And so just keep in mind, there is, there is no rush. So I just want to get that in there. I know that wasn't super relevant to the movie, but. <laughs> but it is because this movie does the same thing that a lot of our stories do, which makes it about one person, Will being the most aware out of everybody and changing everybody by virtue of his awareness. And I think that's where, again, the movie kind of goes wrong, not wrong, but I think that's where a lot of the narrative around the movie comes from is Max's point of view that our intelligence, our awareness is a product of our individual brain, as opposed to universal awareness expressed through everything. And so I think it's really interesting because what Will does in terms of recognizing that all, all energy is the same energy that we can regenerate, that we can clean the air, we can clean the earth, we can do all of that. Well, all of that comes from a state of selflessness. Like the reason he's processing all of that is because he's not thinking about himself and his you know, biological body and all its needs and fears of death and everything else. He's basically operating selflessly to a very large degree. And my whole point is always that each and every one of us, to a certain degree, has the ability to tap into that intelligence, into that hyper-awareness where we are more efficient in everything that we do. We get more out of each and every moment. We feel more empathy. We feel more sensitivity. We just get an upgrade, as it were, or rather we kick ourselves into a mode that's always been there, but that we don't actually access most of the time because we're thinking about a fiction. So each of us has the capacity to raise our awareness like Will did without necessarily the technological upgrade. But what's interesting is that we are not individuals. And so as you do that, and I do that, and others do that, and we all raise our individual awareness, we're actually raising the awareness of the whole, which is raising our processing power. In the same way that Will was trying to upgrade to quantum computing, we are quantum computers. We're just not networked because we maintain this division from one another. And so it's not about one person finding the awareness to tap into the energy of reality and affect things uh, on a molecular basis. It's about all of us raising our awareness to the point where we recognize that we are all the same thing, that this is all the same flesh, that we are one body. And as such, we have that much more processing power. We're accessing that much more of our awareness because we are all connected. Instead of right now, each of us processing individually inside a tiny little box, which is the fiction of me. And that's it. We all have the capacity to be will because we are will. It's just that our will is fragmented by our individual fears and needs. Yeah, and that's what we're always discussing and curious about that potential. But it happens is as we do. And so I guess, I guess the last part is that last scene, right? The very last scene of Max going back to the garden. And I'm curious your thoughts about that because I did, I was just curious about it. So I did read up about, you know, what, what was maybe going on there. Um, and it, it seemed like there were still some nano particles in that garden and that that you know will kind of 
kept them there so that he and Evelyn could continue on in that. But you know, when you when you recognize it's coming at it from very much an individual egotistical mentality that like, oh, Will and Evelyn are continuing to live on together together. And it's like we're all continuing to live on together for eternity. Like, what do you mean? us individually as this thing like it's still the clinging to the egotistical idea of individuals and so when you recognize that oh we weren't ever the individual to start we are all one flesh manifesting as the perception of of being an individual and then then you see that oh we've all always been that we always will be that you know returning to the garden as they say but you know, we never left. We only thought that we did. Because we're everything. Our awareness is everything. It's in everything. Every single molecule that's aware is our awareness. And so we never die. We never leave. We never go anywhere. And neither do any of the people that we love or hate. And that, again, requires us to get past our fear and our judgment and that perception of individuality. But you can see where that perception of individuality changes this entire movie. It really does. It changes their response to Will. It changes the perspective of humanity about what Will is doing. It, it even changes the perspective of humanity about what humanity is doing. Right. And so I find all that very interesting. One thing I do want to say is I love the concept of raising awareness to the point of understanding that all matter is connected and is not the thing that we perceive it to be. I love that concept. The fact that by the end of the movie, Will's transcendence, his nanobots, had basically reprogrammed everything in nature to clean itself, to take care of itself. And what's funny about that is that that's exactly what nature does. <laughs> nature already does that. It's just that we overwhelm it with our continued egotism. And so one has to wonder as we get out of that egotistical mentality, if we are in fact also helping everything on an energetic level, on a molecular level, if reality will adapt and evolve as we loosen up and become more fluid and allow ourselves to adapt and evolve, how connected are we? And I think that's the whole funny part about this movie is that he did it through technology, but we're already connected. All of this is already possible. It's just that we are too limited in our perspective of ourselves to even consider it with anything but fear. Yeah, I like that that last bit that we fail to recognize that we're already connected. We have this perception that because we're caught up in being inherently disconnected, that connection is something that we have to do, that we have to try to do, that we had to have to add to this reality. And the reality is that everything we do in this reality veils that reality of connection. And so it's it's not so much trying to connect, it's letting go of all the things that we believe disconnect us. It's through that letting go, through that surrendering to the flow, to the perception that you're not in it. That's really what, what keeps you suffering and feeling disconnected is the idea that things aren't happening perfectly, that you're not always in the flow it just comes down to your perception every single time and so that connection that we're that we're all striving for the striving for it is the one thing that's keeping us disconnected in a lot of ways 
It's the effort. It's the try. It's the striving to be somewhere other than where we are or something other than what we are. You just relax into the recognition that you're already hit. That connection becomes significantly more obvious. Yeah. And then you end up having that moment of recognition like Evelyn had at the end of the movie after fearing her idea of Will, she finally recognizes, oh, it was you. And he says, it always was. And the same is true for our connection. It really is, it really is you. And it always was. And on that note, we're going to end this movie review of Transcendence. What a fantastic movie. And I say that still understanding that it frustrates me to some degree, largely, again, because the character Will was doing so much in terms of trying to help everyone and everyone misinterpreted him all the way to the end of the movie and then kind of in hindsight went, huh, really glad that happened. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, as I said before, I'm excited to watch it again because, yeah, I, I had all sorts of thoughts and, and concerns and went back and forth throughout the whole thing. But yeah, it's, it's a super interesting one. It makes you think, especially when you're able to let go of, of the idea of all of it being about artificial intelligence and, and you substitute that with just awareness, just the reality of what we are beyond the ideas. So yeah, fa fantastic movie. And, and I'm, I'm glad you recommended it and we got this review in for sure. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We will see you next week. Bye, everyone.